Welcome to the Behind the Sermon podcast. This is a bonus Africa edition and um, potentially viewer discretion advised. <laughs> uh, I'm joined here. We got a crew here uh, recording on an iPhone. So hopefully you'll be able to hear us all good. But Asher is with me. Hello. Chris Pike. Hello. Anna Pike. Hey. Charlie Pike. Hi. And Pastor Elisa. Yo. We're in uh, a hotel in Masomo, Masoma, Tanzania, Africa. And um, we had a four-hour church service today. But let's talk about everything. Um, we've got two more days until we fly home. Let, you know, what's been some of the highlights and some of the really exciting things that you felt while you've been here? The kids, they have so much joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the cool part about here is circumstantially they're living rough, but uh, their joy truly is from the Lord. And they're just, their hearts are so pure here, the kids and the adults. Uh, that really stuck out to me is no matter what they go through, they still have hope. Yeah. Yeah. Churches and dance. You'll have to, like, if you want to talk that loud, you have to lick the, the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the churches and dances that they do, they show a lot of happiness when they're doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every church service has, like, uh, five or six at least. Some probably had 15 choreographed oh, yeah. dances, like worship music dances. That I don't, I can't never figure out if they're doing it just for us because obviously I've never been here when we're not here. Right. But they've got them all memorized and they, they just do. shout out a song and then they get up and do it. Oh, yeah. It's really impressive, too. They're all super good dancers. Bishop was saying it happens all the time. time. Like it does, they dance. They do that all the time. I asked so. Joshua, um, which is Bishop's nephew, mm-hmm. if every church dances like that. And he's like, yeah, pretty much every church is like this. Wow. wow. Yeah, I think with everybody, um, one of the biggest things that stands out is is just how joyful people are. Like, it's it smacks you in the face when you walk in the door. Like the first time we walked into Bishop's Church, it was just the the most incredible experience. Everybody's getting so excited. The music is loud. All right, louder yeah. than anything <laughs> I have ever heard. It is loud. Um, but it's been so amazing. And um, I think my favorite part, um, aside from just people being having genuine joy, is just the people themselves are just so kind. Um, there's just this purity when you meet every single person. Um, they're just incredible people, like just so, so kind and so happy that you're there. We did drive by a street fight one day. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That. All of a sudden, like, you just see people running. And you look, and they're all running toward the fight. Nice. Yeah, and Bishop's like, yeah, they're fighting. <laughs> I never saw that. It's like nonchalantly. It's no big deal. Uh-huh. I missed the tussle. Missed opportunity. You, yeah, yeah, you did miss really it. Like, it's like a movie. It's like a movie. Yeah, we, Charlie and I were talking. It, it's almost like what you see in movies, it, but you're living it. It's real life. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrible fish. <laughs> you want to, to tell us we, more about so that? So I'll say this. I think we've told the mission teams 
Like, I've never had a bad meal in Africa. I've never had a bad meal in Africa. Like, we say yeah. that. Like, you think African food is going to be scary, but really, it's all delicious. Yeah, it is. Until this morning, the <laughs> first oh, bad meal word. we ever had in Africa was today. Well, we yeah. were eating in a rural area. Yeah. Right? Rural area. Um, a little sketchy. It was borderline sketchy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bishop and the others loved the food. Uh, our bellies are all kind of feeling it a little bit. Yeah, it was a it was a Swahili, <laughs> uh, Swahili, rest like buffet almost, and it was like fish heads and yeah. fish tails, pretty much everything and Swahili green people schlop. eat. Chicken yeah. that I think still had the feathers on it. Oh, nice! I I didn't grab it. Yeah, no, I saw it. I'm like I couldn't. I was like, you want chicken? I'm like, uh. I did, yeah, I did go to scoop that up, and I'm like, mm, never mind. <laughs> boiled bananas which which was my favorite part of the meal by the way I, I ate plantain. that and a donut so they said donut? banana oh, the donut okay. was pretty good the, um, when we walked outside to the bus after eating our meal there were two ladies outside shucking fish <laughs> I mean the fish was fresh because out. we saw them carry them over they were flopping around in the pot yeah. <laughs> and that's what they were serving at dinner tonight which we could have had but we chose to stay at the hotel yeah yeah. yeah, I think that's Yeah, it's been cool. Going. Like, you drive down the road, and you see kids carrying their younger siblings in sacks. And it's just a whole different culture. On their back, not like a grocery bag. Right, right. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're propped on their back. Meanwhile, they're also holding something on their head, balancing it while they're walking. Yeah. That's, that's the stuff that's... I didn't know that really, truly existed. Yeah. There's women in cities. walking all down the street... And they have these huge baskets yeah. on their head, and some of them have like something to help them hold it. But a lot of them, they just balance it on their head. They're not holding it. They're just walking with the most poise I've ever I seen. I saw a, a, a lady today with a regular sized orange and white cooler on her head, like <laughs> oh that you would take camping with. It was just on her head, and she's walking, no like hands the holding ones. It. Or uh, like the the rectangle square ones. <laughs> oh, I wonder if their noggin has just a tiny, tiny Maybe dent like, from all of yeah, the weight that they have in their head all the time. Shaped head to carry. Yeah, I mean, it, you adjust and you balance. Like right, you know, yeah. you're, you're able to twist they your practice. head. And, it's crazy. Yeah, because you'll see like eight year old girls doing it too. Yeah, there's guys selling and sunglasses also, on their head. It's crazy. Peanuts. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh huh sacks of potatoes mm -hmm. so t what have we done this trip you anybody want to talk through what you remember do you remember anything <laughs> without oh looking gosh. at your photos as a timeline <laughs> yeah, yeah um so we oh let's talk about the travel just for okay just uh, for kicks and two minutes Charlie, you some of the food i didn't love. there was there was a lot of the food that i didn't eat so on the airplane yeah I, there was just like i only ate fruit really because uh -huh. i didn't really like any of the other food. But, oh. Yeah, so I wasn't. Listen. So what was. Man, there was this beef on the airplane. It was so was good. Yeah, Asher, you had that good. beef. No, I had it the was... chicken. I didn't like the chicken. Oh. The, chicken was the beef the was, chicken was great. Was it was fantastic. It was yeah. so good. Oh. And because of the malaria pills, they were hurting my stomach. Yeah, so. yeah. I had the, the paneer. Yeah. Um, whatever it was. Yeah. Some, it was an Indian dish. Um, we, I thought it was tofu, but I found out it's actually chunks of cottage cheese. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel, it didn't really taste like it. Yeah. But it was, it was weird. But it tasted good. I liked yeah. that. I was kind of impressed by the airplane food. I didn't yeah. think it was going to be that. The struggle is falling asleep 
without waking up in pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the trouble um, is falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's falling asleep. And then, you know, the layovers. Uh, there was one airport where we fell asleep on the floor because it was so clean in Doha, Qatar airport. And then there was one airport where you didn't even want to touch anything. Yeah, but we were outside. It was 90 something degrees. Oh. I don't know how many hours were we out there. Like just waiting and more than five that, that was probably the worst part of the that traveling experience it was yeah. really hot it was muggy and, and it was the end we were all so exhausted that we just laid down on these chairs and our, our bodies were totally sticking to them <laughs> my arm looked like a waffle Doha was the best airport it had like an area where it was looked like just a, like a jungle yeah that was yeah, cool it had so like clean. an indoor uh, botanical garden. Yeah, I got a cough on uh on the Boston airport. Yeah, he's been coughing since Boston. <laughs> he had a day break though. Today. Yeah. There was one day, the day we prayed. He had a day break, and then it kept going. <laughs> yeah. It's the carpet. While we prayed. Yeah. Although yeah. you had it before that. There's What's no um, been? So we flew in. We went to Bishop's Church on Sunday. Yeah. We yep. did three days working at the orphanage. That, well, that's what was next. Yeah. And then so. today was Masoma. So yeah. that's been our schedule so far. Yeah. So tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow's a safari day. Yeah. So we're we're about an hour away from the Serengeti plane. Are we actually? Yeah. So we could see a lion today. You never know. Ooh, we saw baboons today. <laughs> yeah, we saw, saw baboons, baboons at ostriches. the travel station. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> um. But talk about the orphanage and our three days there. We played, we played, so, we played soccer, but they call it football, and it was really fun. They're really good at soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think the orphanage was the number one reason I wanted to come. Yep. Um, I wish we could have spent more time there, mm-hmm. um, but the time that we had was, was good. We got some painting done, definitely not as much as we would want yeah. to. Like if it was our own house, but um, the third day the kids were there and they didn't want us to, they didn't want us to paint. They wanted us to play with them. So we just did whatever they wanted, which was, which was a lot of fun. That was awesome. We had a dance party with them. We played American football. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, we taught them <laughs> we're teaching a grown man how to throw a football. <laughs> it's like they've never seen one or held one. Oh it was God. funny how yeah. they tried to throw they it. They were throwing it in the basketball yeah. hoop. Two hands. Dooley. <laughs> Dooley was throwing it good. He got the he hang of it. He was getting it, yeah. Kabora, yeah. man. That girl's a beast. Yeah, there's, there's this tiny little girl. She is a beast. She catches like a beast. She throws like yeah. a beast. Like, if she had sports opportunities at school, she would be the shining star. Yes. So, yeah, so she's cool. Crazy. She's really good. And they lit up. You know, what was amazing to me is like the first day we got there, they were very timid mm-hmm. and yeah. shy and just didn't even want to like look us in the eye. They would just start, you know, laughing or they Co- running away. Covering their but, eyes. But yeah, they, I mean, they had us, they had me, Elisa, and, um, Charlotte. Charlotte sit down and they were braiding our hair because oh they gosh. just they don't have hair oh like, yeah and they braided like Jim's beard <laughs> and they braided Jim's beard they got so excited about that yeah it was awesome and they're just so loving yeah the orphanage was on the third day they didn't want us to leave it was hard to leave yeah it was really hard to leave yeah the orphanage was an incredible experience like meeting all of those kids was so amazing mm-hmm. they're all such wonderful wonderful kids 
Um, I think the one that probably stuck out to me the most was Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, from the moment we got there on day one, she um, she was on the worship team, so she was dancing and singing. That girl, she she tilts her head back, looks up to the sky, eyes closed, and shouts with everything she has. She's just like this beautiful, pure soul, and I just loved her. By the time I left, um, she shook my hand, um, and and during chapel there was a moment where we all got to introduce my introduce ourselves and talk just a little bit. Well, she, when she shook my hand goodbye, she put um, a picture that she drew in my hand, and um, she said, "Thank you for the message." Mm-hmm. I spoke for two minutes, <laughs> like not even. Um, she, oh man, yeah, she's she's the one that really yanked on my heart the most. It just shows the heart of them. Yeah. Um, kind of like Asher, the story when we went to Bishop's Church, and you complimented Joshua's watch, and he said, "Oh, do you want it?" And it was just like you don't know what to do. It right? was a diamond watch, real diamonds. Yeah. And I said, "That's your option." I did not want to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> It's just they're ready to give it all because material things don't mean much. And that spoke really loud. Yeah, for sure. Uh, There's a couple of highlights, but one of the, like, biggest surprises for me in the trip and, like, probably one of the best memories I'll have is uh, kids age out of the orphanage Mm -hmm. and end up moving away, so you never really get a chance to say goodbye to them. But when we were at church on Sunday... All of a sudden, like when I was walking up to give an offering, one of the guys on the dance team, all of a sudden I recognized him and knew him. And so it was Kasim who aged out of the orphanage. So I talked to him real quick while they were taking the offering and then talked to him a little bit after service. But then they were able to bring him to the orphanage on Wednesday. No, on Yote Wednesday. when. um, So I don't know if they've seen him since he moved out. And so he, they got to all reconnect with him. We got to spend the okay. whole day with him. Those pieces are coming back together. Now. So he's, he's like a celebrity. He's like yeah. in trade school um, to become an electrician, and he's oh. living at Bishop Mordecai's house. That makes me so. Um, so anyway, that was like just great. Yeah. Um, and a, and a lot of fun. That's he's hilarious. Cool. Yeah, he he's gonna be. I I was able to because um, this hotel had better Wi-Fi than our last hotel, so I was able to send. I, I recorded a video at the well. Yeah. And Kasim is in it. Oh, yeah. And so I was able to send that off to Jeremy so everybody would get the chance to see that on Sunday. That's and good. You'll get a chance to, That's be good. to see Kasim. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. The party at the orphanage was so much fun. The kids had a blast dancing. Um, and then we all brought stuff onto the plane for the kids. It was just tiny little toys and candy. They lit right up. Oh my gosh, it was so, so cute. They um they went ham for bubbles. Mm-hmm. We got yep. some good pictures of the kids blowing bubbles. Um, but so I had a bag full of stuff, and they're they're not used to getting stuff like that. So it would they're almost like reaching in the bag to get what they can. I'm mm-hmm. like, hold on, wait. <laughs> but it was just you know a blessing for them, but a, a blessing for me to be able to to be a part of that, so. Yeah, would you bring him, Asher? Asher, are you awake? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 
I forgot I was talking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't talking. Now you were. You thought you were just a participant. Yeah. Um. We. I brought on uh, Hot Wheels yeah. cars. Me and my dad brought that, and we the. Everyone loved it. My, me and my dad one. thought the older kids wouldn't want it. Even the girls. <laughs> Everyone yeah. grabbed it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, because there was like a bunch of 16-year-olds, like one 17-year-old and 14 and 15-year-olds at the orphanage. Who's a 17-year-old? Uh, Joycey. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're like, anyway. Yeah, but not sure. The, the, a gift's a gift, right? They're happy to, they, to have it. Yeah, to them it's such a big deal. I gave them army guys. I gave them army guys, and they were taking handfuls out of the bag. Good thing I had a lot of them, or not everyone would be able to get everything. And there was still a lot in the bag. Everyone got some. And then Joffy came up and said, can I take the bag? And I gave him the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Joffy's amazing. (laughs) He's such a fun kid. He has the best smile. It's so, like, uh, he gives big hugs, like giant ones. Yeah, we we played soccer together, and Caleb gave me the the name McGuire, and they all started laughing, and they're like McGuire. And then he told me later, he's like, "Did you know he's like one of the worst soccer players?" And he's like, "That's why I gave it to you." I'm like, oh, thanks, man. That's <laughs> just awesome. fine. It was fun. Yeah, I will say this: those teenage boys quit playing. Uh, soccer before we did they did I kept asking they're like it's too hot it's too hot <laughs> no way yeah I didn't know that that makes me I feel better to... about myself being here and just feeling like I'm dying of heat I wanted to play more soccer I did too yeah, but funny. we couldn't convince them wait who was it that got something in his foot Dose he, he was playing soccer barefoot and <laughs> stepped on the thorn Oh. oh, speaking of thorns, they kicked it the ball into a thorn bush when we were doing that circle game. And uh, they pulled the thorn out, and air started coming out. So uh, uh, MJ took it, put the thorn back in, and then bit it off with his teeth, and we just kept playing. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's if they once they have something, they'll use it till it's completely dead. Yeah, yeah. 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 Lots of kids playing with tires. Around they here. really liked the game where you had like a thing and there was a ball in it and you throw yeah. it and yeah the we gave that catch to it with the racket. Yeah, I don't know what that's called, but I like, we had one growing racket up when I was a kid. We gave no. that. We gave that. I forget what it's called, but we gave that to the kids. I was like, Baraka, here you go. Put uh, uh, this is for these are for you guys. Put it in his hand. I'm like, Joffy, can you tell him that's for everyone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There was yeah. definitely a sweet moment. There's a girl named Anna there, and she was very, very quiet, mm-hmm. um, along with Paige. And I always resort to the quiet ones. It's just, you know, and we don't speak the same language. They don't understand me. But, you know, all you have to do is just be sitting there. Yep. And a kid will come up to you and just lean their head on you and just kind of cuddle. And yeah. it's like, they just need love, like that one-on-one time, and they want that connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that broke my heart. I had tears, you know, because yeah. you can't stay forever, and you can't take them home. Right. Yep. And you can always come back next year. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's ready to go. Yeah, he's ready to start raising money for next year already. <laughs> they just want to cuddle in or sit on your lap or hold yeah. your hand. They'll hold yeah. your hand for, for hours. And they were adamant about teaching us how to one through ten in Swahili. They wanted yeah. to teach us so that we could communicate. That was very important to them. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was good. So good few days at the orphanage. Today we left our hotel at 5.30 a.m. And we started a trek to Masoma. I don't know when we got in town. Was it 8.30? I don't even know. It, it, was, it was 10 later something. Than that. Yeah, it was. It was like 10. 8.30 was the baboon rest stop. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to the hotel. Well, because we ate breakfast. Yeah. Well, we looked at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> we nibbled on breakfast. Uh, I barely and so then checked into the hotel and then we started from here all the way to the church which was another 30 minutes maybe yeah. I remember going going 50 miles an hour down a dirt road yeah um, that was wild 80 kilometers yeah it felt like we were almost gonna tip over oh yeah for sure the driving here is stressful <laughs> and they drive on the wrong well the other side of the road <laughs> yeah. so they had church today on a Thursday at 11 a.m. I don't know yeah, why. It is like it, it was. Mo- it was a lot of people there. It was mostly kids and women. Yeah. Uh, but there was a lot kids. of people there. So many kids. Maybe mm-hmm. 175 people. Not in the building. I mean, they were outside of the church. Oh, yeah. there all was around, easy. Yeah. I mean, easy. 100 kids. Just... Those kids were packed in there. They were. Yeah. It was. So crazy. we had a four-hour church service there. So we've had different people on the team preach. It's like two people preach a service mm-hmm. or t- like a testimony sermon. So today. Anna and I preached, and um, then all the girls, well, not I guess not all the girls, but Anna, Elisa, and Charlotte mm-hmm. sang some songs. Acapella. 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 There's no instruments at you this church. You could never get me to sing acapella until I came to Africa, so <laughs> it happened. When you friends. had no choice. Yeah. There was no option. Um, and... It was actually It went really great. Good. It was a four-hour church service, which... And it didn't feel like it. A, I mean... No. They danced a lot for us. Maybe at two thirty, it felt like it. I was okay. getting pretty tired thing, from right. waking up at five thirty, and I yeah, because they closed like <laughs> six times. Like, yeah. So right, after the four hours, yeah. yeah, after the four hours, we were pretty dead. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was. I almost fell. We also were getting tackled down. by children. Legitimately tackled. So if if you wanted to get a picture with the kids. They were almost knocking you over, trying yeah. to get in and hug you, and now I know how what a mom take a picture oh, of you. We should talk about that because some of these kids here had never seen a white person oh, before. Yeah, right. So when we stepped out of the vehicle, like this one girl was looking at me, and I waved at her, and she just took off running. Yeah, <laughs> she, she actually, that must have yeah. been the same girl. Yeah, that actually thought, broke my heart because I've never seen anybody in my entire life look that terrified it's like yeah. the, the way the real. little girl looked at you when you just tried to say hi uh, like chris tried to say hi to a little girl and she her eyes got bigger than i thought eyes could get yeah kids were crying Culture like little shock. like three-year-olds yeah. were crying at asher uh-huh. like they'd look at him and then they'd start crying <laughs> like just terrified like he's felt albino like living monsters <laughs> I tried to shake um, a little kid, a little boy's hand, and he started crying. Yeah. Oh. And, so and there was like, there was probably eight-year-olds who were afraid of us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they'd never. Yeah. The older really... ones were kind of just like. Yeah. There was this one little girl who offered to shake my hand. She was the one that cried. Um, was that a girl Asher. or a boy? Like I just walked. Cause it, the boys. It, it looked like the boys were wearing skirts too. Yeah. Some boys. Uh, I just assumed those were. Oh, okay. I it was very hard to tell. Yeah. It, it I just went, skirts were, were girls. Yeah. Pants were boys. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, everyone cuts their hair. Mo- almost everyone cuts like their hair. Yeah. 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 Everybody's got a, essentially a shaved head just yeah. for hygiene. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, 
but yeah, it was. And it was a, a great experience today. There was it was definitely the most rural and poor area oh, I've yeah. ever been Poverty. to. Poverty. Yeah. We, in Tanzania. Uh, we peed in a hole that had a view. There was a brick wall, <laughs> yep. like a corner. Seriously, yeah. you know? just a brick wall. A brick wall. A three-sided brick wall. Well, yeah, so, well, ours was, had three sides. Yep. Yeah. Same, oh, did three I in the same one? I thought it was like But this. there was a fourth wall missing. Uh, no, there were three yes. sides. There was three sides, yes. Yeah. So yeah. the fourth wall was the view that was missing. <laughs> yeah. So but I, I was walking around to these different buildings. There's like two buildings on the way. This one and Bishop's like, no, no, that one. So she goes to the next building <laughs> and he's like, no, no, that one. You're telling me it's the wall and the wall. So the I wall had in the wall. Also. <laughs> the yeah. wall also had windows. So you weren't fully, you had to know. <laughs> Yeah, you I see walked over out the like wall. blushing. <laughs> yeah, the, the wall guys. went up to my belly button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I know they're just standing right Sucks there. To be tall like, hey. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to duck down. I, yeah, um, me too. I walked out laughing and blushing, and Bishop made fun of me for the oh, next half laughing. hour. I'm like, we're strong Americans, okay? We're strong. <laughs> we just did that. We did um, that. One thing at church that happened that God God performed a miracle is. My dad called up prayer from for people who needed prayer. Yeah, to respond to Anna's message and to my message. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what do you mean? I was just saying, like, we call people up for prayer after the sermons. Yeah, we call them up after prayer for the end of the sermon. And um, one person came up. Everyone was praying for someone, and my dad went and put his hand on someone's hand, and. Uh, she started flailing because she was possessed. And we were there for 45 minutes praying for her. Mm. And just demon, the demons were just screaming and laughing. And so what, yeah, I mean, we could talk about that. Like, yeah. what were you feeling during all that, Asher? I was scared because she grabbed me with her legs and held on. Yeah, but it was like... A, you know, we just want to paint the picture. Right. <laughs> it was like a, a couple of seconds because it was just it a was lot great. of, I, I put my hand on her head and then it was like a lot of uh, spastic flailing, mm-hmm. like the fish at breakfast this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. then, then uh, a couple men for the church were pretty quick over mm-hmm. yeah. to Hold just help settle her. Yeah. And we prayed. And we pray for a while. Lots of different things happened during that 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything you guys want to keep talk about that? It was, anyone want to go first? You, you go ahead. Yeah, it was, it was intense. So I've, I've been in a situation once with you, Pastor Nate, just um, a long time ago in U-Turn. Like, we were still in Barrington. Wow. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't remember feeling the things that I was feeling. I wasn't feeling anything negative, but there was a lot of like, I'm not sure what to call it, I get emotion, but just praying and praying in, praying in tongues. And yeah. maybe some of you don't know what that is, but Pastor Nate will tell you. Um, and uh, <laughs> just really, you know, you're just praying. There's nothing we can do. You're just praying for God to do something. Absolutely, and, yeah. And you just you don't feel helpless, but you do because unless God comes in and removes them, mm-hmm, then, right. then they don't go. So you're just, we just prayed and prayed and prayed. And yeah, for me, it was, it was a very like 
way more emotional moment at an altar than I've ever been at, I think. Yeah. Yeah. When my dad, uh, when my dad touched her head, then she started feeling and she grabbed me with her legs. I was next to four people and they saw what happened and they saw I was stuck and trying to get out. And then they, they all grabbed me and then I, was, I hugged them because I was scared and yeah. I was crying. Yeah, because that was your first ever experience with something like that. Yeah, so and then and then they bit. hugged me and then they started laughing <laughs> because I got trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did really well though, and you know, shout out, shout out to the kids, but a special shout out to Asher because. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could tell how nervous and scared he was. And to be honest, I don't I don't blame him. That's that's the first time he's ever experienced that. And even us as adults, we felt that mm-hmm. um, just, oh, my gosh, this is this is real. This is happening. But you weren't. Um, yeah, you weren't scared the whole time. No, because no, at I some was, point I was scared the whole time. Was I was praying. Terrified. Yeah. At one yeah. point you I mean, because obviously they uh Anna and a crew of pastors mm-hmm. and men from the church were praying for her, and then I just kept calling people up. So we were praying with other people, and, and then, then you said, uh, "Dad, I want to, I want to pray for her." Yeah. I'm like, "All right." So we walked yeah. over there, and then you weren't just whisper praying oh, at her. I don't like know if you remember that. You shouted, yeah, you "Get out me. in Jesus' name!" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, you "Dude, did. bring it." <laughs> Do you yeah, remember, that? remember that? that That's awesome. why I wanted to give you the shout out because yeah. even though you were nervous. Um, you prayed with authority and, and yeah. you have that in Jesus name and right. that was just so incredible for us to be able to witness that and be a part of that with you um, and you know I'm just so proud of you you did an awesome job and um, you didn't let anything stop you from what God had in store for you being able to pray for her and be a part of that so 45 minutes later what happened with Rosie she the demons left and Mm. she got up and just sat in her seat amen (laughs) yeah it it was a little bit it was a little bit that nonchalant but it was a lot of like cheering and praising yep and then she sat down and then after church you she interacted with a lot of you guys so talk about that yeah wow she was exhausted um because of course she was her body was flailing which is in and out and she she didn't really remember a lot but uh cool thing we we need an interpreter wherever we go yeah translator is that what you call them interpreter interpreter and so i had bishop come over and i i went near her and um god had a special word for her so i gave her that word and she she was exhausted and she started crying and he said give her the necklace on your neck and what's interesting is the necklace on my neck was a a globe and it had africa on it and he said she is going to help free so many people in this Mm. village because of this the enemy wanted her held down and oppressed uh but the call in her life and we talked about call today like we we preach the gospel and when you preach the gospel demons tremble yeah and that's exactly what happened. And yeah. we were in a room that was, how big do you think it was? It was, it was maybe about the size of the Dover lobby. Yeah. Okay. So about that big, jam-packed with people, mm. windows open, you know, it's cement walls, you know, nothing special, acapella singing. Yep. But in those moments of like, not really practicing much and just kind of like going with the flow, like the Holy Spirit fell strong yeah and um 
she was freed and I, I believe other people were healed we may not hear those stories but um, absolutely I pray for someone and you don't know right they come up what do you want me to pray for they just point because right, they yeah. say something you don't know what they're saying well I definitely lady she could have stomach problems yeah. but I think she had a womb problem okay so we pray with her so we'll never know that miracle but certainly that that lady was yeah was healed it's mm-hmm. just sometimes you just know it yeah I um I didn't tell anyone this yet but I I got the opportunity to pray for um, Bishop's uncle and he said he had pain in his chest and his lower back and I think he said in his hips, but I couldn't fully understand. So I prayed for all of that. And then I got to come up to him later because Bishop was with me and he interpreted for me. And I asked him how his chest was. And he said he was free. Wow. And that's awesome. You know, I, I didn't fully know that. It was almost an underwhelming experience because when when it's people who speak the same language, they can, they can tell you um, oftentimes they're excited I wonder if he just went in expecting or if he's just not a very exuberant guy. Um, I mean, I sat next to him the whole service. He's not a very exuberant yeah. guy. <laughs> so there, there was no reaction. So when I said, how's your chest? He said, mm, I'm free. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. that's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The opportunity to just do the work of Jesus is very humbling. You know you don't deserve it, but man, is it the most amazing thing to be a part of. So this trip has just been full of it. There's been and so I just many. can't wait to see what else God does. You know, what we got to witness today, all of the miracles God did was truly special. Um, and um, moments that we'll never forget as a team. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Any closing thoughts, Chris? Um, just <laughs> excuse me. One last thing that was like, just to prove the poverty level that we're at. So I'll, the kids saw that I had a bag. Before, we were all walking to the car, and they pointed at it, like saying, "What's in there?" And uh, there wasn't really anything in there. Like I took most everything out, and I forgot to put my snacks back in. Um, but I had a notebook. Took it out, and I started showing them. And they're just like, "Oh,", oh. and I'm like, "I just like." I could give them the notebook, but I want my notes. So then I start ripping out a page, give it to one kid. They all started freaking out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, give me one, give me one. Like, <laughs> I don't know what words they were using, but I just started ripping out page after page after page after page, giving it to them. And then you just get And the I'm getting one. tackled. And so then I'm like, I can't do this. So I pull up the notes I want, shove them in my bag while they're trying to take them all. I give it to a girl and I tell her, give it to everyone. And she just starts ripping out the pages. Oh, and my God. I'm like, <laughs> Like, when's the last time you were excited about a piece of paper? Right, yeah. yeah. I saw them all chasing her. Yeah, oh you, hopefully that girl lives through that. She <laughs> took off. <laughs> they were, like, swarming her. Yeah. It was, they, yeah probably shouldn't have done that, but, you know, didn't know what else to do. Yeah. But, yeah. I, and then I, I showed one kid to make a paper airplane. Yeah. So I was just hoping they would all. turn it it's, into something, but, yeah. Um, we weren't prepared for that. Yeah, it was just... Like the orphanage was the best, and I don't, I don't think I can compare them. But today was like, just as amazing. Yeah, like with yeah. all those little kids. They hugged you after meeting you the first time. Yeah. Like 
a ton of kids gave me a hug goodbye. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And one thing we didn't mention that I think was really special is Rosie, the girl who got delivered from demonic oppression or possession. Uh, not only was she greeting us afterwards, but in the beginning she was dancing. Um, she was part of the dance team and she was dancing as somebody who was kind of captive. And then after she was delivered, she got right back on that dance floor. Mm-hmm. Even after being exhausted, I don't know how she did it, but that girl danced mm-hmm. and it was just the most beautiful thing. So, yeah. So yeah, cool. her countenance was totally different. Yeah. yeah. Totally relaxed. It yeah. was Alisa or were Anna, you yeah. were right there. Not what I would say what Charlotte said. Good, I can't whisper. Would would do you want to share what Charlotte said? Do you want to? You don't have to. Yeah, I I just want to make sure the story is correct. Gotcha. Um, I'll tell you, it's Charlotte did share. (laughs) Charlotte, uh, you shared, so I assume this is not on the DL. But um, when you were calling up people for healing, she said that she's uh, or no, that's what it was. Walked into the building. For the first no, 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 this is different. Oh, a different story. Sorry. Are you talking about there's two different stories? Well, tell this one and we'll see. Okay. <laughs> there's Charlotte has quite a bit of stories. She should have been in this podcast. Um, but she, I guess one of the stories, she prayed for a woman who was pregnant. And the woman is was saying she was having issues with her pregnancy. That's what she thought was happening oh that's what she thought she was saying uh but she said she put her her hand on this woman's stomach and it got hot wow and the baby started moving in her oh so i almost feel bad for sharing this but yeah i guess i don't everyone needs to know like that was so special such a special story um but we will never forget what happened today yeah. Yeah. We won't. Um uh Bishop's wife, uh we call her Mama and Mama went on a call and Bishop told her about the demon thing and uh Mama said that my dad should go there three days next year because a lot of demons and a lot of people yeah. get yeah, hurt and possessed there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's asking us to do a three day crusade. And that so that village is Kukoba. To, to do a three-day wow. thing in Kukova next year. So we'll see. Potentially Thanks. going in May 2024. Yeah. Maybe. I got to figure it out. They like us to come in May. It's like the best weather, I think. Like mm-hmm. fall. Okay. For them. Yeah. So, yeah, they have pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, here's my f- closing thoughts. Um, during, the, during the prayer time when we're praying for Rosie... Um, you know, in that first, that that first wave of she set free, and there was like a couple waves of it because there's multiple Wait. layers of of uh, of demonic activity to life. Mm-hmm. But that first like wow moment, like okay, we're we're on the winning side of this prayer time. Yeah. I said to Asher because Asher was wowed, right? And I said, um, first, this shows you how real God is. Yep. And two, it shows you how powerful God is. Yeah. There's not. There's nothing more powerful than Him. So you see something like that, we're afraid, but then we all walk out together, and we hug each other goodbye. We yeah. hug Rosie goodbye. Yeah. Because God is the ultimate 
He's powerful. Nothing bigger than him. Nothing compares to him. That's right. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, we don't have to be afraid. His blood covers it all. Yeah, we are free. Yeah. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks for jumping on the bonus podcast. You'll get to listen to this if the internet works. Uh, <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.